Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we've got some insane suggestions from Ric Flair. We're going to go over the real reason Sting is wrestling the Young Bucks in his final match. WWE has demanded a certain person steps their game up. And you're not going to believe this, but Matt Riddle is full of it. I'm Andy Murray. I'm Michael Sidgwick. And this is Da News. Right. Let's Let's kick this thing off. That's what I was trying to say uh, by talking about Ric Flair, who, uh, according to Fightful Select, is pushing to do more physical spots. In AEW, just what you wanted for Christmas three weeks late. Um, now, he did throw a few hands on this week's episode of Dynamite. He got into it during the main event, uh, and then he really like struggled to get out of the ring because he's 74 and he had a 50-year wrestling career. Of course, he struggled to get out of the ring. Multiple um, health issues. Yeah, and it's just it's just kind of a broken old man, really, yeah. at the end of it. Um, so he's been pushing AEW, according to Fightful Select, to do more physical stuff in the company... But AEW has no plans on booking him to perform, to have a match, which is quite relieving to know. Um, obviously, Ric Flair had that final match. Was it last year or the year before? The year before, I think. Yeah, my brain, my memory doesn't really... January work. always trips me up on this sort 100%. of thing. 100%. January is like... It's 2022. Strange transitionary period, which was an omni-shambles. Uh, and a quite worrying omni-shambles at that, uh, given the way he just kind of was attached to the mat like a sack of potatoes at the end of it that had fallen over and um, we did a long video on that back in the day when it actually happened outlining our concerns and so forth uh, look flair has been a controversial aw hire since day one uh, for myriad reasons uh, primarily in the public eye would be the just the vast array of allegations that have been made against this man over the years including but far from limited to what happened what allegedly happened on the played ride from hell of 20, 2002, sorry, almost said 2022, um, which of course was brought back to the forefront in public conversation through that episode of Dark Side of the Ring in 2021. So look, I, I mean, I don't really want to watch Flair week to week anyway. No. Uh, and I'm certainly glad that they don't plan on making him have a match, jeez. Yeah, I mean, like, Ric Flair wants to do more physical activity. Is there a level on which that isn't a horrible sentence? Like, is there a level on which that is not a horrible sentence? Absolutely not. Um, no one wants to see it. Nothing he does looks remotely convincing. If you give a toss about his health, it is bad for his health. He hasn't earned TV time. No one asked for Ric Flair. It's not a great idea on any level whatsoever. Um, Tony Khan can sometimes go along with things. Mm -hmm. 
that is part of his booking patterns. I don't necessarily agree. It's that double-edged sword of you've got creative freedom and other people trying, I think, really try and force their ideas onto him. He's quite an easygoing guy, I guess. Look, I'm just happy, if the reports are to be believed, that he's not being feckless with this one, it would seem. Yeah, absolutely. Apart yeah. from hiring him, which was feckless. Yeah, <laughs> but let us know if you want to see Rick Flaring physical spots in AW in the comments. I mean, if you if He's you giving Marasco those chops as well on uh, Wednesday, it's fallen to pieces, brother. Mm, uh, yeah. I mean, if you do want to see him do physical spots, I'd love to know why. I'd love an insight into how that works. Um, but anyway, just before we jump over to our second story of the day, we've got some really cool news coming next week. Um, that you're gonna want to check out if you're a fan of the channel, if you're a supporter of the channel, check out the link, the QR code that's on your screen right now, you jump in there and you can sign up to be the very first to know about what we've got cooking. You're gonna wanna, you're gonna wanna see this, it's really cool and we're really excited to bring it. But more next week for now, check the QR code. Let's jump over to the Stinger, I think that's the next story. Uh, yes, it is. We're going to talk about Sting versus the Young Bucks. Sting and Darby versus the... It's not a handicap match. That'd be a bit mean, wouldn't it? Yeah. 64 years old. I wrestle them on your own, Chief. Um, but this kind of came together on this week's episode of Dynamite. Now, the match hasn't officially been announced yet for Sting's final match at Revolution. However, we're heading in that direction. Make no mistake. The Young Bucks returned at the end of the show. Sting and Darby were still in the ring. Uh, they were on the microphone uh, after wrestling Konosuke Takeshita and Powerhouse Hobbs in a wonderfully fun match. Um... How did this match come together? What's going on? What is going on, guys? Well, Fightful Select, as usual, have the answer. Uh, scoops galore over there. Shout out to Sean, doing sterling work. Um, so prolific. Very prolific. Scoops every single day. Sting has had a very heavy hand in who he's going to face in his final match, as you could understand. He has had a say in all of this, uh, and that's why the Young Bucks are here. That match is the current active working plan. That's three words that mean the same thing. <laughs> um, for Revolution, even though it's not, you know, been publicly announced, we don't have the match graphic yet. Uh, and Fightful Note as well, that Sting has been very keen to work a tag team match rather than a singles match. He said that several times, yeah. hasn't he, Sting, in interviews. I don't want to do singles, I want to do tag stuff. Which I think is really cool because this run's been cool for Darby. So. Yeah. Uh, Tony Khan, it's very important to him that Sting gets the kind of farewell he deserves, the right send-off, uh, and the company has been very keen to make whatever Sting wants happen throughout this run, which might explain Ric Flair um, <laughs> to a degree. Now, Revolution 2024 is always already a box office smash. Mm -hmm. They've sold over 15,000 tickets for the Greensboro, North Carolina event. Of course, a location that Sting is synonymous with, uh, particularly earlier in his career. Um, Look, I think mine and your thoughts on this are identical, so I'm gonna let you say the words. Indeed, right, okay. I'm gonna try and keep this brief, Jesus Christ, because I could write a thesis on why this is an awesome idea. Um, squaring it off straight away, I'm a huge Young Bucks fan. I'm a hum huge elite mark, quite frankly. So take that as it comes. I think this is absolutely perfect for the following reasons, which again, I'll try and keep brief, okay? Sting, in 2024 and throughout his AEW career, not to reduce him because it's magic in this uh, following description it's usually reductive and cynical. I think it can be a good thing. Sting is awesome at party match spot fests. In fact, at that grand old age, it's kind of all he can do, but he can do it brilliantly, okay? He is, and it's this is the magic, this is the incredulous magic. Sting is a spot fest party match dude. That's what he does now. Who are, and even if you don't like the genre, and I can understand even though I do, who are the best of all time at pulsating, electrifying, spectacular spot fest party matches? The Young Bucks, even though they can do stuff with an emotional undercurrent, they are awesome at that style. 
on that basis, okay, Sting 2024 versus the Young Bucks 2024 is literally as good a match as Sting versus Ric Flair was in 1988 and Sting versus Vader was in 1992. That's where the character is now and that's great matchmaking. It really is. As well, moreover, go back to Forbidden Door, right? There was this awesome spot where Sting jumps off the tunnel to kick everything off. After that, I've got a very hazy recollection at the best of times. I don't even think there was a table used in that match. It was due to the attitudes uh, versus um, Young Bucks and El Fantasmo. And it was probably both the most traditional match Sting has been a part of in AEW and the best match Sting has been a part of in AEW. The Young Bucks can create awesome movement for Sting. They are incredible at laying things out in terms of like the match template. The no sell from the double super kick was one of the loudest pops in AEW history. This is all kinds of perfect in every single way. Now, one more thing. If you imagine how great that match was at Forbidden Door, add the emotional weight of the retirement, add the fact that they didn't even use many shortcuts in that match, and they can sequel it up and make it more bombastic and do table spots, get Brandon Cutler in, get him to f uh, get Sting to beat up Brandon Cutler. I'm telling you, all going well, it will be an absolute masterpiece. There we've we already had the FTR 2 on 2, so... Hey, like, just the, go and rewatch that. If yeah, you and the that. Forbidden Door match is right. better. So. I agree. Yeah. I agree on every single count. Let's move over to WWE for a little while. Who is the WWE name that the company says, hey, you got to step your game up? It's Kevin Patrick over on SmackDown. Now, WWE's recently reconfigured their announced booths a little bit. On the 1st of January, mm -hmm. they formally made everything a two-man booth. For me, I prefer that um, in WWE at the very least because one of them always has to shout promotion stuff constantly at you. Now, it's not a criti criticism of the announcers, it's just the job and what they have to do. Um, so they've reconfigured things a little bit. Over on Raw, we've got Michael Cole and uh, Wade, Wade Barrett. And then on SmackDown, we've got Kevin Patrick stepping into the play-by-play -play lead role alongside Corey Graves. But according to PW Insider uh, Elite at the moment, Patrick is kind of being monitored. Um, WWE want to see how he does without Cole there, who's the lead announcer in WWE. Um, and there's a feeling within the company that he really needs to step it up over the next couple of months if he wants to keep that spot. This was a surprising story to me in, in some ways and not so much in others. Um, because I think Kevin Patrick is a more natural broadcaster. like speaking down the camera, doing the interviews, hosting panel shows, then he is a commentator, which is a completely different and difficult skill set. So full credit to him for even stepping into that just uh, tarnished hot seat of doom uh, that Michael Cole has kind of made his own over the years. Um, at the same time, I'm surprised that a negative story of this nature got out of WWE in the year of our Lord 2024 because it's quite rare. Mm. Um, your thoughts on Kevin Patrick? Uh, my thoughts on Kevin Patrick, look, I'm going to be nice here and I'm not going to force it either. Um, I'm not going to pretend that the dude is the reincarnation of Gordon Soley. He isn't. I don't think he's an amazing, insightful, gripping, um, ultra smooth, composed play-by-play um, -play guy, but I can see why he was installed in the role, because what an amiable guy. Mm -hmm. What a lovely energy that man radiates. Um, I, I'm a bit of a dickhead sometimes. I'm quite cynical. I like to punch up and bury people. It's just part of what I like to do. Ah, I just can't do it with him. I'd love but to go for just, a, like a coffee with him in a little cozy... He's just a nice bloke, uh, and he seems like... Well, you never know. You never know. <laughs> no, it's always You them. can never be friends <laughs> with these people. You can never worship these people. You can never idolise or look up to these people. But, like, my personal vibe check... It's like a, 
White Lodge match striker is how I would describe him. Mm. Um, so I I can understand why this is happening. I'm with you. Don't understand why it's been um, leaked, if you will. But I'm hoping he can rise to that challenge because he seems. I just like his vibe. I agree. I'd like him to succeed. We all would. Let's move over to our final story of the day. Uh, sorry, one more thing. Michael Hamlet said they shouldn't have fired Jimmy Smith. On Jimmy Twitter. Smith was really good. He's really, really strong. And, and the way they fired him was so brutal as well. Really brutal firing. Yeah, like Triple H going, hey, uh, get get Michael Cole in for Raw. And Jimmy Smith's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, your, I'm your guy, Chief. What's going on? Awful. Yeah. Rubbish. Did not like that. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, right, let's move over to Matt Riddle, who is full of it. Um, we, did, we did a story the other day, we covered it, where Matt Riddle jumped on the podcast and he said, hey, I was supposed to win the 2022 Royal Rumble and Money in the Bank. But Brock didn't want to do business in the Rumble and no one stood up to him. The only part of that that was believable to me at the time, and I said that on the video, was the idea that no one wanted to stand up to Brock Lesnar. Because why would you? Um, Yeah, this was a load of rubbish. He was never planned to win the Royal Rumble. Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer clearing this up on Wrestling Observer Radio, sorry. uh, Noting that at no point was Riddle seriously considered to win Royal Rumble 2022. Of course, WWE went on and had... Brock uh, win the Rumble, then he regained the world title, then they did the unification match with Roman, which uh, not not my favourite WrestleMania main event ever. Um, On Money in the Bank, uh, Meltzer noted that Riddle was correct when he said that the decision to have Austin Theory win it that year was last minute and came from Vince McMahon, shockingly. Um, However, there was nobody was locked in before that, including Riddle. So, uh, look, Matt Riddle, never the most reliable of narrators, and that has been shot down. Indeed, it's, uh, it's no surprise that he's got the munchies because this man is perpetually out to lunch. 
couldn't agree more. Let's jump over to today's Twitter questions. Thank you, everyone who sent them in today. Uncle Bingo has been on uh, and would like to know, with Knight, Styles, and Orton presumably out of the rumble, do you have any revisions to your predictions? My prediction was always Cody Rhodes or CM Punk, so no. Uh, no, like not to be a dick, but like there's always usually one person who seems destined to win it. The intrigue is that there are now two, mm -hmm. and now the intrigue with The Rock's looming shadow is whether it's actually one. It's very, um, for reasons that they've carefully built very well within the fiction, and for external political reasons, The Rock, this is the most compelling rumble in years, and I'll say one thing, um, because I don't really don't think there's any more favorites to emerge in that field whatsoever, but, you know, there is a lot of over-characters in WWE right now, and I think that will get brought into focus when they come out every 90 seconds mm -hmm. or wherever it is, and you'll start to get a real grasp of, oh, hang on, they must have done a great job of booking or promoting that character. Oh, and that one, and that one, and that one. Um, look, I'm a guy, right, who isn't the biggest WWE fan ever, and I think Sacred Cow, the Rumble is a bit, I think it's a bit overrated as a match. This, I'm really looking forward to this. Just the star power, the noise, the sense of momentum that WWE has generated. I don't think there's any like new emerging favorites on the back of that four-way, but my God, there's a lot of over wrestlers, so they mm. can probably fake it. Be like the anti 2022 when uh, yes, you know everyone was coming out to anti pops because the music sucked and no one was really over and yeah. stuff. What a turnaround! Impressive turnaround indeed. Uh, next question. Hey, <laughs> uh, Michael. We get Michael Hamlet on on Monday. Yeah. You, can, you can give the opposite opinion. Uh, I'm like right here in the middle. Like, I, who's the clown? Who's the joker? I don't yeah. know. Uh, music. Uh, Angela Dawn's been on and would like to know. Uh, over the last few years, has there been a debut that has genuinely surprised you and left you speechless? Uh, her choices are Sting and Soraya in AEW. Yeah, because of the whole, they both had severe neck problems and it was thought that they would never return to full uh, wrestling, full stop. For me, it was Roddy. I could not believe that. Um, Roderick Strong, of course, debuted in AEW last year. Um, his status was all very mysterious, but the idea, I think, was that he was either injured or just not being used. In any event, it seemed inconceivable that he would just turn up on AEW television, but his, the, his contract expired slowly, and it just sort of, like, no outlet got it at all. Um, I think it was just that I couldn't believe it. I was, like, really happy. Roderick Strong, when he's in the ring, is absolutely an incredible talent. But I think that took... I don't think anyone even entertained the idea of Roddy coming in. No, absolutely. Uh, a genuine surprise in the internet era. It's yeah. hard to come by. Yeah. I always come back Malachi to... Black as well. Yes, that was... Because of the administration snafu. That was extremely well done. And, like, his whole build through his first few months was incredible as well. The, when TV. the lights flickered out and they thought, oh, there's weather problems yeah. or whatever. Really inspiring. Yeah. Was, the, was that the first show? That was at Road Reader. That's right. 2021, the first one back. Yeah, July. Yeah. That was great stuff. I always go back to three specific ones. Um, and they're kind of a cheat because two of them are in one, but Sting is always one of them. I think it's one of the best debuts ever. Like, yeah, incredible. He was pathetic. Oh my God. Uh, even in an empty arena, it was like, oh, I feel this through yeah. my TV screen. Uh, the double whammy, the Cole Danielson two-parter uh, all out. It was like, who are they going to debut? Well, it's going to be one or the other. Oh, no, it's both. Yeah, cool. No, it's it's like, awesome. I love that layered pop. But one that really caught me by surprise, right, and he's not exactly had a glittering AEW career, is Jake the Snake Roberts. But he came out of nowhere on that episode of Dynamite to confront Cody with an incredible promo. 
Um, and the final line turning his back on him. Oh, God, that, that was great. It was incredible. Now, you know, Jake's been on and off television. He's had health problems and everything else. But the debut in AEW really blew me away. I loved it. I loved it. And I entered that with no expectations either because he's old and stuff. But it's been, it was a great debut. So, there you go. Uh, and our final question of the day comes from Eddie Zamhari, who understands how to get your questions on the news. He's got the system down. Uh, hey guys, if you debut in Wrestling Ring, however, uh, well, sorry, I did not read that properly. I was gonna say, what the hell are you about, brother? <laughs> hey guys, if you debut in the Wrestling Ring, uh, you can steal, you can still steal the character or personality of a wrestler, who will it be? All right, so. He's given us four, five categories here. If you're debuting, which wrestler are you stealing from for these categories? Okay. We're gonna do name-only answers. Right. It'll be funny out of context. Yes. In-ring moves. Who are you stealing? Kenny Omega. Uh, Giant Gonzalez for me. Uh, ring gear. Bret Hart. Giant Gonzalez for me as well. Uh, gimmick. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Cause I don't make gimmicks anymore. Yeah. Broken Michael Sidgwick? Seems like the obvious three. No. <laughs> um, I'll be a uh, no gimmicks needed Paul White. Hey. <laughs> the little nasty bastard. <laughs> no more MS. Yeah. Uh, I'll go no more Michael Sidgwick. You get it. Uh, my gimmick is uh, Simon Dean because I need to get in shape. And like, yeah, there you go, I'm a mess. Uh, ring entrance. Ring entrance, what you got? Oh. I've got, the. this isn't real, right, but you can obviously see my six-pack underneath this uh, peach t-shirt, right? <laughs> Tony Nese once pitched that he would have a, a, a ring entrance where the pyro would go off, the pyro would go off um, with a sensor where he'd go He would touch every ab with his finger and it would spark an eruption of pyro. Sounds like the most tits idea ever, so I would do that. I would do that. I mean, that's insane. I love yeah. it. Uh, I would do a House of Black Ring Entrance. You know how they have like the animal mask sometimes? Oh, yeah. yeah. Antlers and stuff. I'd have an eel, an eel mask with horns. What uh, song? Because they are they go very, very hard. This is the thing. They've got like 20. <laughs> oh, like, just it's, an, it's, a like any kind of hard song that you like. Any kind of hard song. Uh, King Nine intro. Look it up. Best, best riff of all time. Oh, um, I'll listen to that when I get back to my desk. Maybe not the best riff of all time, but an incredible riff. It's outrageous. Um, uh, promo. Who's your promo? What promo are you going for? Oh, I got mine lined up, brother. You do that, and I'll think on it. Uh, Je Jeff Farmer, obviously. This is the you know jumping Jeff. Uh, wait, how did you beat that? Yep. Um, I would go for 2021 vintage MJF. Boom. Just, just such a little prick in the best possible way. Yeah. What best. a prick he was. He was amazing. Incredible heel. Thank you for joining us for today's news video. We love you. We appreciate you. Uh, and if you enjoyed this video, check out this one that's here right now on your screen. We'll be back. I mean, we do like four videos a day, so we'll be back really soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See you later, guys. See you later, guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag 
a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.